Today on the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Daniel, and we're in chapter 4. Now, in this chapter, it's entitled Nebuchadnezzar's Dream of a Tree. So, this is the second story of Nebuchadnezzar having a dream. So, it picks up King Nebuchadnezzar, to the peoples, nations, and men of every language who live in all the world, may you prosper greatly. It is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. Now remember, this is King Nebuchadnezzar speaking. He says, How great are his signs! How mighty his wonders! His kingdom is an eternal kingdom. His dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at home in my palace, contented and prosperous, I had a dream that made me afraid. As I was lying in my bed, the images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. So I commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be brought before me to interpret the dream for me. When the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, diviners came, I told them the dream, but they could not interpret it for me. Finally, Daniel came into my presence, and I told him the dream. He is also called Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and the spirit of the holy gods in him. I said, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and no mystery is too difficult for you. Here is my dream. Interpret it for me. These are the visions I saw while lying in my bed. I looked, and there before me stood a tree in the middle of the land. Its height was enormous. The tree grew large and strong, and its top touched the sky. It was visible to the ends of the earth. Its leaves were beautiful, its fruit abundant, and on it was food for all. Under it the beasts of the field found shelter, and the birds of the air lived in its branches. From it every creature was fed. In the visions I saw while lying in my bed, I looked, and there before me was a messenger, a holy one, obviously an angel, coming down from heaven. He called in a loud voice, cut down the tree and trim off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the animals flee from under it and the birds from its branches, but let the stump and its roots bound with iron and bronze remain in the ground, in the grass of the field. Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven and let him live with the animals among the plants of the earth. Let his mind be changed from that of a man, and let him be given the mind of an animal, till seven times pass by for him. The decision is announced by messengers. The holy ones declare the verdict, so that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men, and gives them to anyone he wishes, and sets over them the lowliest of men. This is the dream that I, King Nebuchadnezzar, had. Now, Belteshazzar, tell me what it means, for none of the wise men in my kingdom can interpret it for me, but you can, because the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, was greatly perplexed for a time. His thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, My lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries, the tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, 
giving shelter to the beasts of the field and having nesting places in its branches for the birds of the air you o king are that tree you'll remember this same description of king nebuchadnezzar was given in ezekiel in chapter 17. he says you have become great and strong your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky and your dominion extends to the distant parts of the earth you o king saw a messenger a holy one coming down from heaven and saying cut down the tree and destroy it but leave the stump bound with iron and bronze in the grass of the field while its roots remain in the ground let him be drenched with the dew of heaven let him live like the wild animals until seven times pass by for him this is the interpretation o king and this is the decree the most high has issued against my lord the king you will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals you will eat grass like cattle you will be drenched with the dew of heaven seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the most high is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes the command to leave the stump of the tree with its roots means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules therefore o king be pleased to accept my advice renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed it may be then that your prosperity will continue so daniel interprets the dream and then gives him hope of restoration and also a plan of repentance but in verse 28 we pick up with the fulfillment of the dream all this happened to king nebuchadnezzar Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? So he was admiring the work of his hands, much as what happened at the Tower of Babel. It says the words were still on his lips when a voice came from heaven this is what was decreed for you king nebuchadnezzar your royal authority has been taken from you you will be driven away from your people and will live with the wild animals you will eat grass like cattle seven times will pass by until you acknowledge that the most high is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes so these words now came from heaven spoken directly over him and as they were spoken it says immediately what had been said about nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled he was driven away from people and ate grass like cattle his body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird at the end of that time i nebuchadnezzar raised my eyes toward heaven and my sanity was restored then i praised the most high i honored and glorified him who lives forever his dominion is an eternal dominion his kingdom endures from generation to generation all the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing he does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth no one can hold back his hand or say to him what have you done at the same time my sanity was restored my honor and splendor were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom 
just as Daniel had said. My advisors and nobles sought me out, and I was restored to my throne, and I became even greater than I was before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just, and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. So King Nebuchadnezzar recognizes that he was walking in pride and that the Lord humbled him. And now he gives him praise and honor and glory and exalts him above all the earth. Now this is the story of what happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Chapter 5 is actually the story of what the The chapter it calls his son, which could also in Aramaic refer to his grandson, even the one that succeeds him, most likely his grandson or his son. Picking up in verse 1, it says, King Belshazzar, and his name means Bel, protect the king. So King Belshazzar gave a great banquet, one that was known to be of blasphemy, an orgy of revelry. It says that the banquet was for a thousand of his nobles. They drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and silver goblets that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem. So these would have been the most holy things from the temple in Jerusalem. And he orders that they be brought to him so that the king and his nobles, his wives and concubines might drink from them. So they brought in the gold goblets that had been taken from the temple of God in Jerusalem, and the kings and his nobles, his wives and his concubines drank from them. As they drank the wine, they praised the gods of gold and silver, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Then, as they were doing this, suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall near the lampstand in the royal palace, The king watched the hand as it wrote. His face turned pale, and he was so frightened that his knees knocked together and his legs gave way. The king called out for the enchanters, astrologers, and diviners to be brought in, and said to these wise men of Babylon, Whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around his neck, and he will be made the third highest ruler in all the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified, and his face grew more pale. His nobles were baffled. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. O king, live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the time of your father... He was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, I say, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. This man Daniel, whom the king called Belteshazzar, was found to have a keen mind and knowledge of understanding, also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel. He will tell you what the writing means. So Daniel was brought before the king, and the king said to him, Are you, Daniel, one of the exiles my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that you have inside intelligence and outstanding wisdom. 
The wise men and enchanters were brought before me to read this writing and tell me what it means, but they could not explain it. Now I have heard that you are able to give interpretations and solve difficult problems. If you can read this writing and tell me what it means, you will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around your neck. You will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. So Daniel answers the king. And this would have been in the year 539 BC. It says, Daniel answered the king, you may keep your gifts for yourselves and give your rewards to someone else. Nevertheless, I will read the writing for the king and tell him what it means. O king, the most high God gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness and glory and splendor. Because of the high position he gave him, all the peoples and nations and men of every language dreaded and feared him. Those the king wanted to put to death, he put to death. Those he wanted to spare, he spared. Those he wanted to promote, he promoted. And those he wanted to humble, he humbled. But when his heart became arrogant and hardened with pride, he was deposed from his royal throne and stripped of his glory. He was driven away from people and given the mind of an animal. He lived like the wild donkeys and ate grass like cattle. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until he acknowledged that the Most High God is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and sets over them anyone he wishes. But you, his son, O Belshazzar, have not humbled yourself, even though you knew all of this. Instead, you have set yourself against the Lord of heaven. You have the goblets from his temple brought to you, and you and your nobles, your wives and your concubines drank wine from them. You praise the gods of silver and gold and bronze and iron and wood and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. But you did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. Therefore, he sent the hand that wrote the inscription. This is the inscription that was written. Mene, mene, tekel parson. This is what these words mean. Mene means God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. And of course, that is indicated twice, mene, mene. So to reiterate, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and been found wanting. Therefore, he judged him and found him to be lacking. And then, Parson, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. Then, at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was clothed in purple. A gold chain was placed around his neck, and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, king of the Babylonians, was slain, and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. So now we go back to the original dream that King Nebuchadnezzar had of the statue. And remember, he was the head of gold, and we knew that that would be removed and been replaced with silver with a new kingdom. And now that has happened. The kingdom of Babylon has ended, and now the Medes and the Persians have taken over. And that ends Daniel chapter 5. We'll pick up next time in Daniel chapter 6. And we'll discuss a little bit more about the chronological order or lack of chronological order of Daniel at that point.